You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So you are going to be there. Wow, that's really your no, big I mean, concern. I, well, no, I mean I'm I'm very excited, you know, and happy for for everything that's going on. But I'm just saying, <laughs> are you going to be there or are you not going to be there? I'm gonna have to run this whole thing by right myself. now. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be there. Oh God, I'm like 85 percent sure I'm going to be there. You know, we've done two of these so far, and I wasn't very nervous about it. Now I'm extremely nervous. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to do the whole song and dance by myself. Oh, you can do oh, it. Oh, and by fine. the way, uh, your sister's okay, right? Yes. Oh, she's just fine. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment well, Radio. At least you looked out for number one first. I am Greg Nibbler <laughs> here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, of course, as the usual reminder, if you're going to be doing any shopping online, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on all of the links, every single link. On our website, click on all of them. Spend as much time as you need. Just everything. Just spend your day click, click, clicking away. Click, 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 click. Or just go to funemploymentradio.com slash shop. That's another way you can do that. Uh, so, so there it is. Today, of course, though, is a day for Fun Employment Radio where we're going to be having one of our big events. And that, well, big event. It's one of our events. And it is the Fun Employment Radio Bingo night. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's not a big... It's a grand event. (laughs) I know. I I may have oversold it a little bit. And then you take a day with it. It's a bingo night. (laughs) Well, I had... Like, I went too big, and then I went too low. I should have just gone, gone, you know, right in the middle Yeah, because it's amazing, but it's not the most amazing thing. Or is it? You won't know Maybe you it is. and find out. And that's why you need to come tonight. Right. So it's tonight at the Landmark Saloon. This is Thursday, January 28th. Uh, so please come down to Landmark Saloon and, and hang out with us. But yeah, if here's you're downloading this later and you're just like, oh, okay, well, it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know what I'm doing today. You know, you have four hours to get to the Landmark Saloon. Yes. Sign up for some free bingo. Hang out. And win some... Pretty, I've, support I've the some, free podcast you're listening to by coming to play it. some free bingo and get free prizes. Wow, it's pretty. That's a that's a good all around. That's a real good. That's that sounds like a real Trying good deal. Trying to figure out what your excuse is for not coming if mm. you're not coming. Can't figure it out. Plus, one. it just makes us look cool. So if yeah, you want to really like, does. if you want to contribute, and you're just like, what could I do to help? But I don't really want to spend any money. A warm body there would be good. Yep. That's it. That that would be awesome. But warm here's body the thing, sounds though. Like I want to murder them when they. It show does, up. yeah. When you say something about warm bodies, you never know. Maybe your, we will. <laughs> I just want your warm body there. Yeah, it sound, that does sound kind of creepy when you say it that way. Wow, it's like you've been practicing that. <sighs> just bring that warm body <laughs> here. Oh, don't say that. Won't be warm for long. Okay, <laughs> so uh, the, here's the thing, though. Yesterday. There was a uh, there was a bit of a uh, a panic, and I, and I suppose the panic is probably more on my end. But we Sarah called me last night and should said, "Should I go ahead and explain?" Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe you should do the <laughs> explaining on this. All right. So yesterday, of course, we did the show, and you know, and Greg and I then, of course, you know, have our side jobs that we're doing. So Greg's off working on his thing. I'm at home working on a painting, and you know, everything's just going hunky dory, like just normal evening. And I get a phone call from my sister. No, first of all, let me preface this by saying everything's okay. Everyone is fine. Okay. I know that's Greg's number one concern because that's, you know, because, you know, when he brought up everyone's okay. the first time. Everyone's, everyone's all right. <laughs> yeah. So I get a call from my sister at like five o'clock in the afternoon. She's like, um, so I think I'm having contractions. 
And it's like, what? And we should let everybody know that your sister is My sister is pregnant. pregnant. She's the in pregnant. Case, in case somebody doesn't know, that would be kind of odd. Yeah, if she so was... she's, a, she's a couple weeks before her due date. Okay. But she's, you know, she's full, the baby's fully developed. Everything's fine. However, they thought that maybe she was uh, having early contractions. So yesterday at 5 p.m. That means that she... Contractions means the ba- that's that's your body's way of saying that the baby is maybe going to be coming. Okay. Yeah. So it's like uh, you like how shake could, or something like that. How can I how can I explain this in a way that you'd understand? Contractions to have a baby are kind of like this sounds awful, and I'm not saying that babies are like this, but I'm saying like if if, if someone doesn't quite understand how a female human body works, am I going to be grossed out by this? No. No. So contractions to like to expel a baby are kind of like if you need to throw up, but you like uh, you're not quite vomiting yet, but you have like the dry heaves, and you know that you're going to throw up. Oh, eventually. when you're dry heaving, like <gasps> yeah, exactly. It's Wait, like, that's what a contraction is. It's like that, but Gross. in a different area of your body. What? Oh, no! It's not like making noises, but I mean, like it's saying like your body's telling you that something needs to come out. But it's like that. So that's a contraction from the inside of your body. Baby. It's not vomiting out it's of like, baby. It's like, oh, we're going to no. vomit a baby now. No. Oh, so it's like you're going to throw up. No, it's not like throwing up. So she me, she's like, all right, so I don't know what's happening. So, of course, I fly into a panic because I'm like, holy shit. All right, it's uh, all right. I'm like, it's Wednesday. Of course, you know, tomorrow's the bingo night. I haven't prepared, you know, because usually I, was, I Wait, spend all real day. Real quick, the contraction. So this is kind of like. Will you st- stop I'm trying to just. I, I'm trying to. Well, see, I'm trying to empathize. I'm trying to focus a little bit more. It's like the time I drank a whole bunch in college when I drank like four uh, Gatorade bottles worth of boxed wine. Ew. And then, oh yeah, it was terrible. And then I threw everything up. And then I just sat there for a while, like, ooh, 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 and this like is dry too heaved. And for me, that's just. Did, uh, did I don't that, think we that's need what to give any like. more color comments. That sounds horrible, that. though. No, that sounds awful. No, I mean, like childbirth is no joke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, see, now I empathize. See, there you are. See, I just had to put it into your words, yeah. and I was like, oh, God, like that day drank, when I drank too much boxed wine it's like she terrible. drank a lot of boxed wine, yes. and and now she's uh, she's out of you know spaghetti to throw up. So, that's so you what it is. basically right. know how childbirth right. feels like because well, you made drank too, much, too many Gatorade bottles of boxed wine. I mean, wine. yeah, it sucked, mm-hmm. but I made it through. So so that happened at like five, and you know, of course, I'm, you know, I'm going to be an aunt, and I'm elated and freaked out and excited and just so excited for them to start their family. But this was early. Early. This but, isn't supposed to happen for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's a uh, she's a couple weeks early, but I mean, however, you know, she's like everything's you know um, the Eloise is already developed. That's the name of uh, her baby, and you know everything's fine. But they just thought that maybe she was coming early. So I'm like, okay, shit. And she's like, so I'm just gonna I'm supposed to walk around for two hours and then I'll call you. And I'm like, okay, fuck. I'm like, well, my first thought was, you know, because Greg is a very kind soul. My first thought was like, shit, Greg's gonna be mad at me if I miss Bingo night. <laughs> That's off. That's not. That can't be true. It was. It was. I'm like, how am I going to break it to Greg that I might not be here for bingo night? Because if my sister's having a baby, I'm getting in my car and I'm leaving. Well, I mean, and I understand that. I'm not going to be mad that you would be going to, to the birth of. This your is the stress of working niece. with Greg because it was like, first of all, I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to meet my niece. Maybe second, oh, Greg's going to be mad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so we did that. So I talked to her, and so I called Greg. I'm like, crap, because we'd been planning it for so long, and you know, Greg does a whole bunch of like. Basically, since Greg does all of the work for Fun Employment Radio, like all the tech stuff, everything else, like I like to like do the prizes and I put together like a lot of the packages and stuff for the bingo night. Correct? Yes. Yeah. So I do that. So I'm like, crap. All right. So it's 5 p.m. on Wednesday. I might have to leave. 
you know, I don't have anything organized for the bingo night. So then I am like spazzing out because I don't have any of the prize packs or anything together. So then I'm like driving, calling Greg on my hands-free set. I wasn't driving on driving while talking on the telephone. And just calling Greg and kind of freaking out because, you know, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't, you know, I wasn't expecting this. None of my family was expecting it. We're all trying to, like, figure out our schedules to try and figure out, you know, how to get to Seattle to, you know, in case she is having a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so ended up – so. I ended up talking with Greg, ended up getting all the prize packs together. Like, we did all the bingo prep, like, all last night. Yes. Just in case. Just in case I was going to have to leave today. But, Greg, I will tell you this. The contraction stopped, and she's not going to have the baby today. She's not throwing up today. She's not. Don't say it like that. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if, if you got to go, you got to go. No. I mean, at... at uh. Yeah, at no point would I have been mad at you. Oh, I know, I know, but yeah, I know, I like, know. we had been working so hard, and I'm like, crap, like, the No, one I day- would have been freaking out internally. That's why when you <laughs> called, you didn't hear me get mad. I just said, no. okay. I know, that's okay. why I was like, okay, I don't know what's okay. happening, because I didn't know what was happening. I'm like, all I know is that she's walking around. Uh, she's uh, She might be having a baby. I am not sure about that. But uh, that being said, so talk to her today. Everything's back to normal. She's okay. fine. She's still on track. Not having a baby today. Okay. That you know of. That I know of. Unless she is. And I think human bodies are pretty much understood by doctors at this point. Pretty sure she's not having a human baby right okay. now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Whew. Yeah. That's good. So anyway, so bingo night. <laughs> yes, that is tonight. And we already have all the prep done. Brought to you by Small Town Brewery. Uh-huh. Uh, so that is going to be happening at Landmark Saloon tonight. Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Hope to see everybody down there. And uh, that would be awesome. I'm... I'm um, I've been debating on what to wear, and I want to Ooh, ask you a question about something. I don't know something. what I'm going to wear. So, I don't like clothes shopping. Let's just put that out there. I think everybody knows that. Are we having a Greg fashion segment? These are my favorite because they're so few and far between. It's not a Greg fashion. Oh. But, you know, it was it was uh, time over well, the weekend. I'm going to definitely be there. I want to make sure that you look, as, that you look good because you're representing us. I look good. I, I look. I can dress myself, uh, but I I decided it was time to go so do. Says the guy who wore you know jeans to the Book of Mormon. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> I don't t-shirt. think about it sometimes. So here's the thing. I and I don't know how this works when you go uh, when you go shopping for clothes because like, I try to avoid doing it as much as possible because oh. I, I hate it. I hate Greg shopping. Greg is like a little kid. Like, man, if you need to go somewhere with him, like a mall or something, it, you have to be in and out. Like, no, there's no I just like the malls. There's no like, there's no wiggle room. There's no anything. It's just like if you want to have, if you want to make sure that Greg doesn't have a meltdown, like you got to get in and out, in and out, do the thing, get back out. Yeah, well, you that's why you always have a plan of action if you go into a mall. Mm. You know, you want to you want to figure out exactly where you're going, what you're doing, how it's going to all work out, and that way you uh, execute the plan and then and then get out. You know, that's how that's pretty much how sure. it has to work. So. <laughs> So with this though, I have a like, question take when it the comes time to and look at things. You just go in like grab the closest thing possible. No, I plan it out as I I pre-plan it as much as possible. It's almost like a military mission for me. So like I I have to plan out. Okay, I'm going to go here. Where exactly in the store is what I'm looking for? Like this was pants. So I'm like, okay, I know which store I'm going go, going to go to. I'm a creature of habit because I know which store. I like, I know they have uh, stuff that fits me, so I will go to that store until the end of time, until they stop selling what I like, <laughs> or the store goes away. Uh, like, I know exactly it. I know my route there, and so I, I plan out my mission. You know mission. your route? Yeah, I know my route of exactly where I'm going, you know, to get there, my favorite place. Uh, and it's then being I go expressed in-, in the chat that people are very excited that you can loudly pronounce that you can dress yourself. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, mm. I am. I thank you. I appreciate that. No, and, and so so in my mind, I like work it out. So I know exactly what uh, what even my path in the story is. I'm like, okay, checkout's over there. There's going to be a long line there. Avoid that. Cut to the left. Cut right. And then it should either be in the first section or the second section. So I know exactly where I'm going. I know where the uh, changing room, everything. But, I, but what I don't know how to do, and this is something, this has actually kind of bitten me before. If I get something that I, I get at home and I don't like it, how do you take something back? What do you mean, how do you take something back? I don't know if I've ever taken anything back. Because once I have it, I'm like, well, that's it. I'm stuck with it. Even if it like if slightly doesn't fit, I'll, I'll make it fit. I'll make it work. Or Wait, if, so I get, you, if I get like a shirt home and so I since you're change rushing, my mind. Since you're rushing so quickly to get in and out of the stores you go yeah. to, you're probably buying ill-fitting clothes. No, they were fitting. No, I, I mean, they fit. I just, I wasn't entirely sure if... I want them or not, or if I want to take them back and get a different kind. And so, what's the rules on that? What happens if you wear them? Well, it depends on the on the place. A lot of places have like the you know seven day return policy. What happens if you didn't take any of the tags off and you're wearing them anyway? That's an age old tradition, my friends. What? It, what? I have friends, and I have had I friends mean, throughout for the hypothetical years. purposes. Say someone. We're wearing a brand new pair of jeans they bought right now, and they're not. They like them, but they're not entirely. Did you take sure off? yet? Um, but they haven't taken the tags off of them. They just kind of tucked them oh, into a belt. Yeah, that's a that's an age old trick, Greg. I mean, that's what people. Do. I remember girls, um, you know, for school dances uh-huh. when I was growing up. Like what what you'd do is you'd get a dress that you could not afford. Yeah, like a two hundred dollar dress or something. You know. For the prom, and uh-huh. then I, I knew girls that would just take the tags, tuck them in. You tuck in like the tag into your dress, wear the dress, then return it the next day, and then just bring it back in, and, and then just bring it back in. And be like, oh, what? sorry, this didn't fit. Oh yeah, and they just give you money. See, that's the thing. I think it's ultimately. I feel guilty. Yeah, are the tags? It's being asked. Are the tags visible? I don't think so. I mean, you've got to tuck in the tags. I don't think so. We well, can't have the tags visible. No, no, I tucked it into my pocket. Okay, then you're okay. Well, okay. There's like two get? or three tags. I did take off the the, the long sticker with the with the size oh on it. Oh my god, he does have the sticker with the size on it. Yeah, I took that off. I, I Greg, I, you want to tell everybody your size? No. Oh. No. Why? Why? I don't know. I figure men. Nothing are less good like- is. Well, I mean, no. I mean, I don't really care. Yeah. I'm a thirty-two thirty. Okay, here's what it is. I'm a thirty-two thirty. Well, I'm thirty-two twenty-nine. Really, is what I am. But they don't. They don't make twenty. Well, you're skinnier than I thought you were. You're thirty two. Yeah, but the the reason why I'm not sure if I want these is because they didn't have size thirty two. So I got a thirty three instead. I'm like, well, I'll just put a belt on it and I'll make it work. And that's why I'm not sure if I want them or not. There it is. There's the secret. Wow. There's my secret size. All right, we're gonna have to put the save the sticker because you're gonna have to put the sticker back on if you don't want them. Also, if you're walking around as you usually do and you can't have the back like the backs in tatters. Well, I know that's why I. This is why this is another one. I'm gonna just just mention one more time that the jean industry does not uh, pay attention to the shorter stature shorter man. Gentlemen. Yes, shorter gentlemen who are perfectly well proportioned. They just happen to be a little bit shorter, and because nobody makes a size 29 length anymore, not unless you have like a size 28 waist or something like that. I'm not. I'm not that 
not a bean pole. Like it, it's size twenty nine waist. They don't make so I always have to buy a size or size twenty nine length. So I have to buy a size thirty don't length. Don't they like in the little boys section? Yeah, but then they're not big enough for me. They're not, they big, like, they're not big boy. You pants. could be like a like a husky. What is what is the name of that? Like the husky boys section or something? Because you'd be like a husky boy. I'm not, not going to buy I'm from not the saying you're a husky, husky boy section. I'm not saying you're a husky man, but you're a husky boy. I mean, if you're like if short I were a boy, stout, yes, I suppose I would be. Yes, a husky you would be a boy. short stout boy. I don't like the word husky, though. I don't think anybody likes to be described as husky. Like, yeah, no, he's that's not, probably the most manly <clears throat> description of yourself. He's not ever big. Heard, he's though. just a little. Uh, he's a husky guy. No, I'm not. I, I'm not going to buy a boys', boys pants. section because then it's probably cheaper. We've no. talked about this before. No, I'm not going to go buy from the boys' section. And they might just be like, you know, snap pants, really, like <laughs> instead of buttons, you know, because their little fingers can't work the buttons yet. There's like all <laughs> their snaps. I'm going to have like Velcro flap on my front. Yeah. A Velcro flap and a snap at the top. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not buying Velcro pants. I'm just saying that's, that's why I have the tag on. But my question is this, though. Ultimately, it's returning him. I, I really don't know if I've ever returned anything. All right. Really? Yeah, I don't know if I have. Oh, see, I returned too much. Because I get buyer's remorse very quickly because I'm like, what are you doing? You can't afford, like, why, why are you spending your money on this? Yeah. And then I'll go back and, and bring it back. Yeah, no, because I hate the store so much. A, it's because I, I hate going in there. So if I'm going back there, that means it's a whole other process. And then I'm walking away with nothing. Uh, you know, just, I guess I get my money back or then I have to shop again, which is even worse. Oh, God. Or, oh, heaven forbid you get your money back onto your card to shop more. Ugh, gross. Yeah, no, I don't like it. And it's a wonder why you've looked the same since you were in high school. <laughs> because you've just been going to the state. Oh, my God. That explains so much. Holy shit. You just found a few stores. And then you've just been going back there on your little yeah. on your little path. Like, regardless of what they have on the display stand. Most of my clothes. At, like, at some specific department store you've been going to for years has been inadvertently dressing you because you go to the same yeah. display rack. Everything yeah. that's hanging there, you just buy that. Yeah, that person. You have some secret clothing soulmate who has been dressing you. For well, the there's past, a clearance like rack. Years. I look at the clearance rack too first. That's one of the first ones. So the I person look to. who deems the clothes to be not fashionable anymore discounts them and puts them on the yeah, clearance but they're on rack. sale. I mean, the is savings the are incredible. That is dressing you. You'd be like, oh, this is originally ninety nine dollars on sale for fifteen bucks. I'm like, hey, that's eighty five dollars savings. I'm gonna go go ahead and pick that one up. <gasps> Greg, uh, our buddy Chris just wrote in the chat that Kmart um, has a fine selection of Husky Boy clothing. It does say uh, on their website, Husky <laughs> clothing not only has relaxing fits, but they also feature fashionable designs. Wait, it's and not sizes. like elastic weights. It's not one of those kinds. Sizes is it? that accommodate a larger frame, so no time-consuming <laughs> alterations are needed. A larger frame with a balloon seat. No, I mean it's it's. Yeah. <laughs> the balloon seat? What is that even? <laughs> That's from The Simpsons from years ago. Because <laughs> Marge, Marge was buying Homer his jeans and they have to have the balloon seat for the full figured man. <laughs> so you I've had that stuck in my I've that I've had that stuck man. in my head for twenty years. Like with the balloon seat? Wow. Um Yeah, so <laughs> No, I'm not going to... Let's get off of this. I'm not shopping in the Husky Boys section. I'm not going to wear elastic waist you know, I don't pants. Think it's, no, as they or said. Or Velcro, uh, Velcro as zippers. As per their website, it's... Um, Are zippers too hard for you to use? No, <laughs> all new Velcro. Snap-ups. <laughs> you can unsnap. Oh, I thought I said $100. Did I say $90? Okay, yes. Well, anyway. Um, oops. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. I I want to uh, I want to bring it back. I also feel like I'm trying to get away with something. Why? I don't know. I feel guilty. It's your money. But I feel guilty about it. But I already gave them money and I took the product. Well, I mean, sometimes you are getting away with something. But you know what? If you think about it, like, it's you're not doing anything wrong. I mean, you've probably purchased clothes that other people have worn and then brought back. That's why I have no problem shopping at thrift stores. Okay. Because other people are like, because nothing's ever really new. When people are like, oh, I don't like shopping at thrift stores because I don't like wearing something somebody else has already worn. That's like, I don't like restaurants because I don't like drinking out of cups that somebody's already drank out of. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Everything is recycled. Everything is... Every, Wait, somebody, you mean somebody else has been wearing these pants? Probably. Somebody else did what I'm doing? Probably somebody exactly did what you did. They wore these pants out and They're about. probably out dancing and grinding in them all night. Oh, gross. Somebody was grinding in They're these? Grinding it's not like I washed them and because... You know, what? you know what else? They don't wear any underwear. They're just rather grinding, tight. And, oh. and your pants are all tight, and there's like grinding and rubbing. Oh no! And you know, sans underwear, and the things just stick to it. And then you know what they didn't do? Things stick to it because they didn't. When they wanted to return them, they too didn't want to wash them because they didn't want to take off the tags. So they just folded them back up, brought them back to the. They went out sweating and grinding in these things. They brought them back in. Probably bought some of that like scentless Febreze, sprayed them, maybe tossed them in the tumbler in the in the wash for or you know in the dryer for like a minute. Just to make sure to get like the dance funky smells out of there. Oh, gross! And then they folded them back up, smoothed down the tags, put them in the bag, placed the receipt on top of them, brought it back, and said, "Like you know, on second thought, I don't think that that I'm going to be wearing." I mean, I didn't smell them beforehand. Mm -hmm. (sighs) They were grinding in these. They were. And they were sticking to them. They were sticking and grinding and grinding and sticking. And now I'm wearing them. And now you're wearing them. And well, now I know, definitely want to take because them you back. don't look at the because you don't look at the insides of your pants, do you? Nobody looks at the insides of pants when they buy them. You just put them on, you just slide them on up, button them around your special areas, and who knows what else has been there? Velcro, if you're that kind of person. Yeah. No. <sighs> well, now I this is I mean, not helping me ever want to shop. If you're willing to do it, I mean, who's to say that everybody isn't doing it? Damn it! That's why the only things that you can't return are like bathing suits and underwear. Because everybody knows that everybody is gross. Yes. No, everybody is. Yeah. I hate every aspect of shopping. Mm-hmm. I hate interacting with the people. I hate waiting in line. Especially when probably I hate like interacting 40% with the other customers. people don't wear underwear at all. That's Especially not true. Men. You're making up that. It's uh, Statistically speaking. That is not that true. 40, 40 to 50% of men that, that's free a, ball it, I've heard. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to say that would be a very dangerous thing to do in jeans. Not if you have the Velcro. Not with Velcro, though. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. With the Velcro, that would make it a lot easier. It would. Uh, Don't ever assume that other people are better than you are. Like, that they're cleaner, or they're like not as disgusting, or they're not as cheap. I always or... assume I'm the grossest No, person. no, no. Everyone is shady and cheap and gross. Like, yeah, probably not. Probably a couple people have already worn those pants, danced in them, grinded in them. What, left, what do you mean grinding? Who's going their, out grinding? Left their body juices in them and then wiped that's them and disgusting. put them back. That is so gross. Mm -hmm. That is so gross. (sighs) I can't wash them, too. Now I'm stuck. So now you're wearing somebody else's sweat. I'm not even going to be home, I don't think, until bingo And you're probably going to spill something. You're probably going to spill something on yourself in the interim, tatter the back of them because they're a little too long for you as you drag them along. And that is true. What I was going to say, you're right. Thank you for reminding me about Uh my uh, stance against the jeans industry. That. The jeans industry really needs 
to uh, to start developing some genes for for the like I said the short statured man. For husky boys. It is and not for husky boys, for for men whose legs are less than or a thirty inch disproportionate to their body length. That's not disproportionate. I'm perfectly proportioned. I'm just a you know compact uh, you know. Beefcake. That's pretty. It's beefcake pants. So they need to. They need to make them shorter. That doesn't sound like something an angry short man would say. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pissed off about it. And I'm going to take a stand. God damn it! Why don't you make pants for husky boys? These tallies in the jeans industry That's don't even think is. about us. Well, because they're all like fashion. It's a whole bunch of Scott Daly tall people. You don't people. see any teeny tiny fashion models. They're all tall. Yeah. Exactly. It's elitist. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this is a problem. I don't want to hem the blue jeans because you can tell when they're hemmed. You can. I mean, it looks. It looks. I remember the short guys who had their pants hemmed. And I was that guy. I was that guy. Oh god, because you're missing like the lip of the. um, Yeah, you don't have the very end of the jean. And then they're just sad and like rolled under and then sewed, and it just looks so. Yep, that's exactly it. I have my jeans hemmed. My. Entire grade school growing up. <laughs> I mean, I didn't care as much then, but yeah, it does. You know, you can Your tell. Your sweet mom, like she takes you out, Jeep. It's like it's all right, honey. Like, mom, they're a little too long. It's okay, honey. I'll just hem them, and then they'll be just right. Well, and then when I got taller, then they let the hem out. And, but those were exciting days, weren't they? I'm not getting taller now. <laughs> <laughs> the hem out days were. Some That's of the not highlights happening of anymore. your childhood, weren't they? Let's get taller. The day you take out, you put on your hemmed pants and you realize they're a little too short. Mom! Yeah. Yeah. Mom! See, and now it's being noted. I can, I can take them to a tailor. Well, that costs more money and that's more interacting with people. Like, how much does that cost? To have a tailor tailor my jeans? Oh. That sounds expensive. But tailors can do that thing where they can take. Here's the other part of my shopping game. Also cheap. Wait, let me talk. Okay, well they can do the cheaty thing. What's the cheaty thing? I remember some of my shorties, my shorty buddies, my shorties, back in school did the the cheaty thing. Yeah, where they take. That's our word, not your word. By the way, cut off the bottom of the pants, and then you hem them. But then you re-sew the bottoms onto the hem, so it doesn't look like you're freakishly short. Mm. See what I'm saying? So you give them the normal bottom pants, so like you cut off again. Like, that sounds expensive. It's not that expensive. You just sew how much them is back it? On. Give I me have a price. no idea. Give is me that, a price. It's going to be seventy three dollars. <sighs> That's too much. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm not willing to do that. Yeah, our friend Kristen in the chat says it's really easy to save the original bottom hem. Yes, because she. Yeah, we know many people that sew. All right. Well, if someone is in the sewing business, I would be interested. How much? How many American dollars would you pay? Oh boy, I don't know. Well, we'll have to one a leg. <laughs> yeah, per leg or yeah. How much? Does... <laughs> oh, <there's... sighs> oh, Greg. All right. Well, I know you, which means you're not. Gonna... You might as well just rip the tags off of those jeans now, because if it's nine thirty-three a.m. On Thursday, January 28th, bingo night starts tonight, 6 p.m., Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Yeah. If I know anything about you- I'm probably going straight there. And if I'm you're going straight there, day. just rip those tags off now, hon, because you, there is no way, shape, or form you're going to make it through the next hour without spilling something on those, let alone the entire day. Oh, yeah. Plus, the you backs are- You can't take back pro- if I- No, I, you can't spill on them. Plus, the backs are probably already tattered because you're probably just tattered. like- They're not tattered. 
Yeah, you've probably been dragging them around as you've been, like, dragging around yourself. All, like, through the parking lot, carrying, like, shuffling around. All right. Greg, I'm just saying. You should just do it now. Just take off the tags now. Here, stand up. Let me see if they fit you. I haven't even seen these pants. What? What? We're doing this live on Yeah, the because I want to see. Did Greg's pants fit? All right, here, come over this way. What? I just wanted to see if they fit. Yeah, they fit. Oh, those are good-looking pants. You guys, they're even kind of fitted. Too, they aren't like his old, like big swishy pants. I'd rather have swishy pants. I know you. They would. don't make swishy pants anymore. That's because fashion has changed since 1991. <laughs> I like them, not 91, 99. But yeah, I I like them. You know, when they're when they're a little looser. You know, I say rip off the tags, Greg. These are these are a little bit tighter than tags. I normally those are, wear. Those are already a lost cause. <sighs> rip off the tags, Greg. Periscope it and have us vote. Oh, that's a really good idea. All right, so after the show, right after the show, we'll do that. Do Greg's jeans fit? Do Greg's jeans fit? Should he take off the tags or not? And then we'll have either the untagged. Oh, I feel gross doing this. This is amazing. Yes, yes, yes. We will do that right after the show today, directly at 10.05. All right. All a.m. Right. Pacific right. Standard Time. It'll be the great Greg jeans. I really don't like this idea, but okay. The reason you don't like it is the reason I think it's going to be a great success. Yeah. Hello, my friends. How are you? My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. So the past couple of few days, I've talked about how there been there's been lots of thievery, specifically cheese thievery. Yes. Greg, thieves just aren't targeting cheese anymore. There is a big thing that's happening for something a little grosser, something that I wouldn't desire. Something that is not as addictive or delicious as cheese, but nevertheless is being stolen. And this is happening out of Fresno, California. Now, county sheriff's deputies are on the lookout for thieves who stole over $50,000 worth of bull semen. Of what semen? Bull semen. Bull semen. Yeah, I, yeah. what was it? Bull semen. Now, tanks filled with the product uh, at a farm property uh, just right outside of Fresno, California, were stolen out of the bag uh, back of a lab technician's truck, which is parked on the farm. Again, truck thievery. Don't leave your shit on the trucks. No. Clearly, they're not very safe. Yeah. Cheese, bull semen, whatever it is. People are able to get into there. Just letting you know. So the owner is very upset because he said, you know, the $50,000 worth of bull semen is from top-of-the-line bulls. Now, the bull semen is shipped to farms around the world, which I guess now I could see is to impregnate uh, more than 1,000 cows. So they use the What top did you of- think they were using it for? I don't know. I heard that they put... <laughs> All right, let me tell you this. I heard that they put <clears throat> bull semen in, like, Red Bull. No, taurine. Taurine. Isn't that bull semen? No, it is not bull semen. Well, Anthony, the proprietor of the $50,000 worth of bull semen, said, You know, I'm just trying to make a living. The loss of all these units of bull semen, probably taken by someone who has no yes, idea what they're stealing. Red Bull is full of bulls. Is very frustrating. <laughs> now, investigators say the bull semen must be handled by professionals and can be dangerous. How can it be dangerous? I, I don't know, actually. I don't, I, I'm not I don't sure. know how I'm not sure dangerous. how it's dangerous. All right. Well, so far, there's no word on any of the suspects. So that's something that's uh, very upsetting to, uh, to the owner of the farm. 
in Fresno, California. Let me tell you about something that's upsetting to me. Because I have not, I have yet to try this. However, this is always in the back of my mind as something that I might want at some point, but I haven't yet. So this is at a, uh, so this is about McDonald's. Kevin. Now, Greg, do you remember the story that I had? And many people sent it to me. <laughs> Wait, it's a story about cheese. I can't believe. I accidentally talk about cheese all the time. Yes, you do. All yeah. right. Yep. Anyway, it's a it's a story about cheese. Uh, so now McDonald's is in some hot water because Uh-oh. they recently started carrying what they call mozzarella sticks. Yes. Yeah, like three mozzarella sticks for a dollar or something. Some Which, ungodly cheap amount for wonderful, delicious mozzarella sticks. Or, that is one of your favorite foods, isn't or it? Or are they? It's one of like my seven food groups. Yeah. Five of which involve cheese. Mozzarella sticks, mac and cheese, pizza. I'm trying to I'm trying to stop eating mac and cheese. It's been two days. I've been clean. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've been clean. Wow. I even bought some and I didn't eat it yesterday. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Like I bought it. So it's like it's like someone with Just a going drug. cold turkey. It's like someone with a drug addiction. I bought it because I, I know I know it's there. It's there. Mm-hmm. If I need it. I right. don't need it. Yeah. It's been it's been sitting there. I haven't touched it. And I don't really want to. Yeah, you do. You want to. Mm-mm. Anyway. McDonald's is in some hot water because customers are complaining about their mozzarella sticks because they don't contain any cheese. So uh, what are might, they? So you might be enticed by the idea. Although then again, why would you be that surprised? All right, so it is indeed. So people are starting to go to you know the Instagrams and the Twitters and what have you and taking pictures of their empty mozzarella stick tubes because basically all they're getting is empty fried breadsticks. So there isn't any mozzarella. There's a teeny tiny bit of mozzarella, you know, like lining on the uh-huh. inside of it. However, McDonald's customers are now angry and are coming out against the fast food chain for the lack of cheese in their new mozzarella sticks. Because <laughs> without the mozzarella, this article says, and it's uh, it echoes my sentiment. Who exactly. is it that's so upset about mozzarella sticks at McDonald's? Be. No, that you're you're out protesting and you don't have to buy okay, McDonald's this person, mozzarella wrote sticks. This article by the way, is a wordsmith. Because without the mozzarella and a mozzarella stick, it's just a sad, hollow stick that once possibly could have contained cheese. So just don't buy them. McDonald's recently st- announced that they'd be adding mozzarella sticks to menus nationwide. This is an outrage! As part of their new McPick menu, they're also available. Um, so they're available for $1 for three sticks. Yeah, it's now, a dollar. Okay, you're paying you know what? You 33 can... cents for a mozzarella stick. I don't think you should expect too much cheese. I think there. if it's called a mozzarella stick, there should be some mozza fucking rella in the stick. All right, are you going to go down there and join the I protests? Think, I kind of would. Actually, I would be very, I would be appalled. I would be appalled if I spent a dollar on three mozzarella sticks expect, expecting something delicious and just getting an empty <laughs> shell, a hollow breaded shell. Uh, so customers, or were, you could just not order them, well, cus- or go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But for a dollar, I mean, if you like mozzarella sticks, and you can get three for a dollar, and you just want you want a few, but not too many, like because some you don't yeah, you eat a want lot the super good deal on mozzarella sticks yeah. because you have a problem, yeah. and then you're upset when the super good deal turns out to be well, it's a little bit less than you expected. You're not getting gourmet mozzarella sticks here. Well, who's to say that they can't be gourmet? Why does that have to be lower quality because it's cheaper? I don't understand your logic. So customers are going to the internet because they're unexpectedly, or they're understandably, excuse me, expecting cheese to be part of the menu item. They have been publicly airing their grievances on Twitter, uh, showing yeah, photo, showing their orders a hashtag. of mozzarella sticks without the cheese inside. Yeah. 
They're angry, saying things like... They storming like, down McDonald's such as, balls. I didn't pay for fried air. Where's my cheese? <laughs> these are the biggest problems these people are facing right now. Like, this is... This is a big deal. The because candidate, if you want to know the political the world, candidates, need to be see... paying more attention. I mean, this is something. It's not getting the attention it deserves, and that's for sure. The outrage. If and you the... want to see the definition of sadness, look up the McDonald's. <laughs> or look at the people up, upset about their mozzarella sticks. All their sad hollowed tubes on Twitter. <laughs> it is kind of funny. A bunch of people just holding hollowed tubes. Cheesegate. That's what it is. Thank you, Mister Janky. Uh, McDonald's is responding to the complaints, um, but they don't have any explanation. All they've been asking, of course not. All they've been doing is saying it wasn't even an apology. <laughs> Trying to screw apology. over the little people. They're sorry you were disappointed. Can you provide us with some more info so we can address it? Thanks. You know what the info was? Is that you're selling mozzarella sticks without mozzarella? You should be shamed. So where's your protest going to be? That you're gonna. I haven't had one yet. Okay. You want? Are you going to be the local organizer for it? Well, I have. I don't have anything to be upset about yet because I haven't had them. Well, you clearly need to go in there, try one, and then throw it back in their face. Say this is disgusting, and then start a whole uh, thing. No, I'm not going to throw it. Well, you're not going to throw it. You're not going to throw it at them, but you'll throw it back down on the I'll counter. I'll mail it to corporate. I'll just mush it into an envelope. I'm just going to buy a bunch of them, mush them down, and then them down. put them into an envelope and say, how much cheese is in here? You tell me. You tell me. Yeah, there you go. Hashtag Cheesegate 2016. Yeah. You should be ashamed <gasps> of yourself. Greg, we haven't called. You said that 2015 was the year of the Squatch. 2016, year of the cheese. No. Year of the cheese. No, I already said 2016 year was year of the, of the alien. It's year of the alien. Year of the cheese. Hey, if you live in Florida... We're going to find aliens. There's a year. potential new awesome job that you could probably do. Uh, so this is in Orlando, Florida. Legoland is looking to hire 20 new builders for their Florida facility. What do you, what do, you do for that? You get to build Lego sculptures all day long. If you're good at it. That's something that you like. So um, so Legoland is searching for experienced builders. Which means experienced like if you were at home and you like to build things with Legos. They're looking for experienced builders to build models for a new Legoland facility in Florida. So the facility known as Merlin Magic Making Hub has 50 builders on staff and is seeking more than 20 more to assist in building models for various Legoland theme parks. So you just sit around and play with Legos all yeah. day? Doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah, that sounds awesome. That's why that- I wanted to say this, just in case anyone near... Orlando, Florida, or wants to relocate, that's a job that's available right now. What do they pay? Uh, it says, it doesn't say what they pay. Uh, so it says, uh, the qualifications are a high school diploma, <coughs> and you need a pre-placement physical. However, Make sure the hiring, you can lift Legos properly? I don't know. However, the, well, you do have to build Legos for a long time. That would probably get exhausting at a point. Uh, however, the hiring process is competitive. And requires multiple interviews and your exhibitions of your building skills. Hmm. So it also requires previous experience in Lego model building, uh, basic computer knowledge, and a good knowledge of Lego parts, good communication skills, ability to receive and give constructive criticism, work with the team, strong focus, concentration, blah, blah, blah. Um, So it doesn't say how much it pays. However, I'm assuming it's a pretty prestigious role, so... I'm thinking that you probably get paid a pretty penny. I, I'm gonna guess not, but you do get to play with Legos. 
Well, why would you not get... I mean, I would think if people are paying, you know, a lot of money to go to Legoland, they have to make sure that it's all... I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll we'll have to investigate. We'll have to look into it a little more. I would... I've I've seen pictures of my friends who brought, like, their kids to Legoland, and they look Mm -hmm. amazing. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm not disputing that. It sounds awesome. Uh, I'm just wondering how much they're actually paying. Well, we'll we'll have to figure we'll that out. We'll have to find out. Yeah, that's we'll, this is clearly not going to get resolved. It's not going to get resolved by both of us speculating as to how much yes. Legoland is going to pay people. Okay. Okay. All right, and finally I do have one update which about something that I'm kind of excited about because I was a big fan of this movie. Apprentices make $10 an hour, senior builders $12 an hour. Well, maybe you get like benefits of Legos or something. $12. And finally, Jerry Bruckheimer is now announced with a teasing photograph with one Mr. Tom Cruise, who still looks crazy. But Top Gun 2 may actually be a reality. Really? They're, they're actually going to make they're it? They're really going to do it. The chances that Maverick will fly again are more promising than ever. Except now it's just going to be drones and they're all sitting in a <laughs> at cubicles. Jerry um, Bruckheimer recently posted a photo of himself and batshit crazy Tom Cruise saying, quote, just got back from a weekend in New Orleans to see my old friend Tom Cruise and discuss a little Top Gun 2. Talk of a sequel to the 1986 blockbuster has gone on for years with Cruz saying that it would be fun to jump back into the series. Um, While another Top Gun 2 producer, David Olsen, said a screenplay was in the works. Even furthermore, a couple years ago, uh, Val Kilmer posted on his Facebook page that he was offered to reprise his role as... Iceman. Iceman. Yeah! And the potential sequel. Wait, is he going to be involved too? So, he said that he was offered to reprise his role as Iceman, although he later backtracked saying that, oops, he had jumped the gun. And he wasn't supposed to say anything yet. Whoops. Or did he jump the top gun? (laughs) Two. Yes, it does indeed seem that Jerry Bruckheimer is fueling speculation that Top Gun 2... So they're going to be like training a whole new... Oh, you know it's going to be like Zac Efron and shit. It's totally going to be Zac Efron. It's going to be Zac Efron. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. And Uh, uh, James Franco's brother. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, I I can't think of... Those two and then maybe... um, Not Channing Tatum, he's too far along for that. No, I'm not sure. That That's probably, is it? Maybe some Ed Harris if he's still holding up pretty good. But he's, he could be like the head guy. Hmm. There you go, my friends. Any excuse to, <laughs> to play some Kenny. That's a world of crazy. You know, I would go watch I mean, I definitely, obviously, would go watch Top Gun too. Well, I of wonder course, how and they Val know Kilmer's... that everybody our age would go and watch Top Gun. Like they're well, you know it, who is they're the making it for us. Most obsessed with Top Top Gun is guess. Nate. I was going to say Nate because he dressed yeah. like uh, Maverick. No, my, so so Nate and I've talked about Nate before. You know, one of my best friends I've grown up with. Known him since I was eleven. He was 
like I think I met him when I was 11. He he lived about three miles away from me, and so then we started going over there. I have never met anyone more obsessed with Top Gun than Nate. Hmm. Like he had the Nintendo game, and and he had the movie on on uh, VHS, and I would go over there, and that was the only Nintendo game we could play was Top Gun. Like I'd be like, well, I I have some other games we can play some other games. No, we're gonna play Top Gun, and so we we play Top Gun. We'd watch Top Gun. And he's been that way ever since. Like Top Gun and Superman, that's that's it. Wow, it's so weird. That no movies to you just or finds a couple things, and they just latch on to. Them. Oh yeah, no, he's latched on to. Well, now it's been you know twenty some years. It's just that's, so odd yeah. how different you guys are. Yeah, we're very different. It's just I, I can't even believe how you would be very different friends for so. Long. Top Gun and Superman, nothing else exists. That's it. So he's going to be very excited. KP Wee and Bigfoot. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so we were talking about earlier that we do have our bingo night happening tonight. We do. I am so excited. We never came up with the the theme for it though, like a bet for it. We don't need a bet. I don't know. It was so fun to have you dress as Santa Claus last time. No, that sucked, and I don't want to lose another <laughs> bet. So that's why. <clears throat> oh, so you're afraid of my skills? I'm not afraid of your skills. I'm afraid of faulty judging because last time we let the audience judge and. Uh, and because of that... And they chose wisely. No, it was a rigged competition, mm-hmm. and that's why I lost last time. I do have to say, I'm questioning whether or not I should say what one of uh, the games are that you can win a raffle ticket to play, because I think I'm going to make this one like a bigger, like more people can play this, because I am so proud of the mid-game. So basically, when we have a bingo night, what we do is we play three ra- three rounds of bingo. But there are three games for each round, and so it lasts a little while. But between rounds, we play, um, like, Greg and I will come up with a, you know, like a between game where, like, each time you play bingo, you get a raffle ticket. And then between the rounds of games, we draw the raffle tickets and you get a chance to play the side game we've put together. Yeah. So I put I put together this amazing side game last night when I thought I was my sister was maybe having her baby today. So, like, fit, did it all last night. I kind of want to say what it is because I don't know if I want to limit it to a side game. Like, I want a lot of people to play it because it's the best one of these I've ever done. So, of course, our side games before. Yeah, tell them what the other ones so were. So, the yeah. first one, uh, for the first bingo night we did, I had a giant poster and it was uh, basically a big picture of Greg's face. Not a picture, like I drew it. And it was uh, put the shame chip in Greg's shame chip hole. <laughs> so, you had to try and, like, stick a what looked like a Dorito. Into Greg's mouth, whoever got the closest won the prize. The second bingo last month, it was uh, a picture of Greg. There's a theme here. Dressed as Santa Claus, and it was put the Not Your Father's Ginger Ale into Greg's alcohol hole. Right, because Small Town Brewery is the fine sponsor of, of course. A Fun Employment and, Radio Bingo uh, Night. Not Your Father's Ginger Ale is delicious. It is really good. Yeah, I mean, the root beer is good. It's a little too sweet for my taste. That's why the ginger is like my perfect I want to kind of say what this one is. Should I say it? All right. Say what it is. All right. I did something kind of different this time. So we did like this, put the stick, the something on the something. So this time I decided to make it a little more interactive. Oh, should I say it? Yeah, I should say it. All right. So I made this thing. So it's basically going to be kind of like a beanbag toss. Um, but you know, someone's going to be holding it. So it's going to be throwing something through something. I might or might not have made some makeshift M&M balls. 
and drew a picture of Greg with a giant hole in his face, and maybe he made a sign that says throw M&Ms in Greg's M&M hole. <laughs> so it's a giant cardboard drawing I, of me. This morning, I kept looking at it and laughing. That's all I could do. Every time I'd be like, it, it's just a picture of you. It, well, it's like a caricature of you with a giant hole in your face. So I'm saying tonight... And people have to throw... M&M's through my... So I bought some balls that I made to look slightly like M&M's and people can have a chance to throw to throw things in your M&M hole. Wonderful. Which I'm super duper excited about. Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh-huh. So that's happening tonight. 4847 Southeast Division. Free to play. Maybe we can actually have the real Greg stand next to it, and then people can throw actual M&Ms in your M&M hole. No! See if they can get it. <coughs> you can hand me M&Ms, though. Peanut M&Ms, not those regular plain chocolate ripoffs. Oh, you like peanut M&Ms, do you? Yes. I am stopping myself from saying... I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It's just a just a quick ball talk today. Uh, sorry, I'm taking a look at the ball talk stories. No, I'm just going to do one. It's just going to be one because I realize uh, we're starting to run low on time anyway. So, And we have to do the uh, Periscope. Whether or not you need to keep your jeans or not. I hate the idea of this periscope. I'm not going to forget. Greg's waiting like he's... I, was, I know his distraction technique, so he's just trying to like kind of rush through so that like I get flustered and I don't remember. That's exactly what he's doing. It's not happening. Don't worry, folks. Follow us on Twitter at Radio, and then you can go back and watch the periscope whenever you're listening to this. All right. The follow-up story is this. There's, okay, I'm going to have to answer these questions about the M&M's about, and ranking. Nobody's asking you questions. It's all wrong. That's in the live chat right now. If you're a live listener, no, people are putting it in there. dictating what you think is the best. Pe- no, people have it wrong. All right, so but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, the follow-up story is to this, the Blake Griffin incident. Blake Griffin of the L.A. Clippers. Oh, the guy that punched the, um, punched the equipment the, manager, Yeah, one right? of the equipment uh, staff. Who punches an equipment uh, manager? He's the assistant equipment manager, Matthias Testi. That is his name. And what happened is this. The, the Clippers played in Toronto on January 23rd. After the game, they went out for some drinks to a restaurant. There's conflicting information about what restaurant they were at. But it, the, uh, the group was this. It was Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, center for the LA Clippers, assistant athletic trainer Joe... Resendez and then the assistant equipment manager Matthias Testi so Matthias I guess all four of these guys are pretty good friends Mm -hmm. and uh, I guess in particular Matthias and Blake Griffin are are good buddies what happened what ended up is that Blake Griffin uh, punched him in the restaurant punched Matthias Testi the equipment manager in the restaurant Blake Griffin I believe 6'8 to 6'10 somewhere Mm -hmm. in there about 300 pounds uh, punched him in the face in the restaurant, then 
followed the equipment manager outside and punched, and punched him, him again, again. Yeah. breaking his own hand on this guy's face. There's a picture of the guy. He's he looks like he's about my height. Getting punched so by a dude like very, that. very, very he's small. He's a husky guy. He's a husky boy. Husky boy. Yeah. He's stocky, he can hold his own, he's a man. Which, strangely enough, is also the name of our episode today. Husky Boy. <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, and then uh, the he was bloody, ended up going to the hospital, the police showed up, and some more information came out. I guess this Matthias Testi refused to uh, press charges. And DeAndre Jordan has finally been interviewed about it. See what happens. Blake Griffin is obviously suspended from the team. He was injured anyway, but he's out three or four weeks now with a broken hand, regardless. Idiot. Uh, DeAndre Jordan said, It's a tough situation. Two guys that I'm super close with, and it's sticky, man. It's tough. So I guess the two are, like Griffin and, and Testy are good friends. And what it started out as a routine, good natured teasing that got out of hand. Hmm. The Times said things got heated both inside the restaurant and out front, and that Griffin punched Testy multiple times. May I ask, is Blake Griffin straight? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's got a kid with... I know he's got a kid with... Um, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like it could be like a, a, a yeah. lover's quarrel or something. I was just wondering. I don't know. It seems like emotions running pretty high. Emotions certainly ran high with it. Were you mm. going to punch somebody? Especially when they're good friends. I mean, I've gotten mad at my friends for, you know, if a joke goes too far, sure, but I, I, I don't punch them in the face over it. <laughs> Keelan's just like lover's quarrel. I don't know. I like any time to say that phrase, by the way. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Perhaps it was a lover's quarrel. But regardless... Perhaps it was a lover's quarrel. Perhaps it was a lover's quarrel. Griffin and Testy. Anyway, he punched him in the face. Don't know what's going to happen now, but that's just a little bit more information that's being filled in, and uh, more is uh, more is going to be coming out as we go. So there we go. If you have any information, send it in to Fun Employment Radio. Let us know. On the lovers quarrel. Yes. Yeah, it's being what Keelan said in the live chat. Uh, dudes kind of do punch out their differences, and that's true to an extent. But when you're an NBA player, that's a specific kind that of That seems like he got his like, go, you like know, a different way. That seems, if, if you're someone, a professional athlete. You're on a different level than normal people. And you're used to working in like stressful conditions. You're used to having to hold back. Like You don't see Blake Griffin like running around on the court punching people. Yeah. like That's something entirely different. Yeah, you just you can't do that. It's a level. You're held to a higher standard there. Watch, this will be the episode that like everyone will reference and be like, is... Blake Griffin having a lover's quarrel. A lover's quarrel, perhaps. Perhaps you might Tensions were running high. (laughs) And sexy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Real quick to put uh, something to rest here. Oh, my God. The ranking of different kinds of M&Ms. I mean, you you made a cut out of me and people are throwing M&M's into my M&M hole, I'm at least going to give you the proper ranking. It starts off, peanut M&M's are number one. That's and uh, That cannot be disputed. It that's is just really, fa- that's actually quite disrespectful toward people who have peanut allergies. Well, I'm sorry. I know. That must suck. That's really Former roommate comforting. Ryan, that's gotta, that's gotta suck It just him. sucks. You can't eat the most delicious food ever. I know. I feel terrible about it. But it's true. They are the best. 
peanut M&M's followed by very closely. The two and three are very close. It could almost flip. Peanut butter M&M's are number two. Almond M&M's, number three. What do you think of pretzel M&M's? Throw them out. I, like I don't the, like pretzels. Have you ever had the peppermint ones? Peppermint ones peppermint would actually, they probably really fall about uh, about number four. You know what I want? You know, because I have to eat two at a time, of course, because yep. of my OCD. Mm-hmm. I would like to have a peppermint M&M on one side and uh-huh. a peanut butter M&M on the other side. Peppermint peanut butter mix? Uh, Sounds like that'd be really delicious. I like them both, but I don't think I want to mix them together. Oh, Eddie said that he's had pumpkin M&M's. Never had those. I've never had those. Those sound kind of gross. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. So, again, the ranking. Official. This is locked in stone. Peanut butter, or peanut, excuse me, number one. Whoa, Freudian slip. Peanut number one. Peanut butter number two. Almonds number three. And it kind of falls from there. I don't know. I guess, yeah, the peppermint ones are pretty good. And we throw away. Anyway, tonight at the Landmark Saloon is our third bingo night for 2016. Uh, Sign up start at 6 p.m. The game starts at 6.30. But if you can't get there by 6.30, do not fret. We have three rounds going on. So if you miss the first round, you can come play the second. The third round's free to play. Just come down. We have ridiculous prizes. Some that I gathered. We have some from Next Adventure. We have Yes, um, Next Adventure. Find sponsor of Fun Employment Radio as well. We have some swag from uh, Small Town Brewery. Of course, proprietors of Not Your Father's Root Beer and Ginger Ale, which will be there on sale. Plus, Greg and I both like them. And if you'd like to buy us a Not Your Father's Ginger Ale with a little side of whiskey, we would not say no to that. So we'll be there. Uh, we'll be there early. They have great food at Landmark. Uh, come hang out. We look forward to seeing you. Seriously, this is one way you can really... Mm. It helps us out tremendously, and you'll have a great time. So come on down to the Landmark Saloon tonight, 6 p.m., 4847 Southeast Division. Big thank you to Small Town Brewery and Next Adventure. Come see Greg's new pants. I'll probably be wearing... Well, I don't know. I guess we'll find out on the Periscope. We'll find out second. momentarily. I don't want to do that. Sorry, Husky Boy. All right, we'll be back in, uh, t- tomorrow with more Fun Apartment Radio. <laughs> Check out, bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>